It is the 200 level episode 305. It is a late Friday evening as Illinois trails by seven at halftime at what is the hardest place to play in the Big Ten, at least according to the announcers. If I hear one more thing, actually, here's the thing. I won't because they're muted. I'm just going to yap for the second half down here and not have to be told yet again that the Xfinity Center is the toughest place to play in America. Only slight hyperbole. It's Big Ten basketball. These are tough road environments. It did rattle Illinois at parts, but these are young kids. They'll get over it. At least I hope they do. And all things considered, to only be down seven with as hot as Maryland is shooting and as many open looks as you've given them, we'll see how this team responds. I'm I'm trying to treat this season as a long process and not get too high or too low. And even in my most frustrated of moments in that second half, I wasn't legit pissed off. I did have an audible sigh like, when I think Maryland went up 12, but there's a lot of game left. We'll see how they respond. I will let you know if you're trying to time this up exactly when the second half starts. I'll hit the sponsors up when we get to the first media timeout, and we should be underway in just any second to time it up. I will let you know, and the ball is inbounded right now. Sky Clark with the ball as the second half is underway, 41-34, to Maryland. So you got your starters back out there. RJ has struggled mightily today, just defensively killing you, rebounding non-existent. Did make a three and had an early shot. This is Coleman wanting a foul on the putback, does not get it. We're going the other way. We have an injured Maryland player, maybe. And they stop the game for a second. No, he's fine. Jesus. Hakeem Hart with a FIFA-esque chilling on the ground. We stop play. And now he's back. Everything's good. He's literally fine, as he probably will make a three on this possession. He fell down. Okay, got the back of his head, it looks like, on Dante Scott's knee. That would be painful. Sorry, I'm a little bit gun-shy after all the soccer matches I've seen with players really selling that. But that did look like something that hurt his noggin. Nice job again in the passing lane from RJ, but we got a shooting foul on TJ. You know, the defense has been bad, and that, that to me, more than anything else going on, Offensive discombobulation, okay, that's going to happen on the road. The defense has not traveled and has, in fact, looked outright bad. And I'm anxious to see if there's any adjustments made from Underwood because the UCLA game being an example of that, your defense was not good in the first half, and then you figured out the pressure worked against that UCLA team. I don't think it's going to work against Maryland. A lot of ball handlers, they got a lot of length. Almost looks like they got more length than you do. But even right there, you did play the passing lane, but then you forced TJ to foul. Was that Hakeem Hart? Or it's the Reese kid who's they're big. Yeah, he was in no man's land. There was nothing more he could do but foul. So they go one for two from the line, and Illinois down eight with 19.30 to go. All right, this is TJ bringing the ball across the court. Matthew up top to Coleman, back to the left side of the perimeter. TJ looking to take it to the hoop. A little bit of contact, but nothing in the way of a foul and a very, very bad decision. Passes it right into Maryland's hands, and the take is up, and it is good. It is a 10-point Maryland lead. Now, I'm going to let you guys know this. I'm not pissed off yet, but if this game gets really out of hand, I'm not going to go the whole second half. I still think this team's capable of a comeback. Maybe a three here from Coleman? No. Misses badly. But TJ gets the board back to an eight-point lead. We've seen it before. We've seen them have the ability to make really quick, furious runs. But defensively, again, I'm just not seeing anything on that end to make me think Maryland's not going to score 85 points tonight. And you aren't. 
So first one, I think, to 75 wins, and Matthew Mayer gets Meyer, excuse me. <laughs> Matthew Meyer, I need to remember it's like the story, gets his third foul of the night. And, and this is the thing that's a little frustrating with this, too, is I'm looking at that and thinking, I didn't see a ton of contact on that, so we're getting a little bit of ticky-tack calls on both ends, and... It slowed up what was a really furious pace that was a lot of fun. Maryland has another open three. It is up, and it is no good. But, hey, no worries. Jaden Epps with his fourth foul of the game in three minutes. I don't think I'm going to be here long, guys. I This might be the shortest podcast ever. It might be. Oh, hello to Kenton and the fellas up in Wisconsin. And uh, well, we got 10 people in here on a late Friday. That's, that's not bad. For a game that is not going well at all you know I look at this Maryland team and I'm not familiar with most of these guys so kudos to Kevin Willard for bringing in this talent and they will hang around in the Big Ten this year now you know I've said many times that I think Illinois is going to win the Big Ten and I'm not going to let this game dissuade me from that however uh, we are seeing I guess that early season struggle game Virginia was not that Virginia was a really hotly contested game and then late they just took over like a good veteran team does but I really don't want to overstate how young this Illinois team is. Of course, freshmen are playing key roles, but you have enough veterans that you shouldn't be this damn sloppy across the board. And someone threw a hot dog bun on the court. Maybe. Didn't look very appetizing. Nine-point lead for Maryland. Two more free, free throws for them. Not exactly a rocking start here to the second half. Might be some dead air. Well, I'll head up the YouTube chat here. Let's see. From Big Tota, young team, first true road game, first conference game. I'm okay with it. I'm not angry, Big Tota. It just annoyed. <laughs> it's the sloppiness is hard to get used to, and we've seen plenty of that. I mean, Brad Underwood's teams are not known for being the most efficient in terms of not turning the ball over. They've always done that. You're playing with a certain pace that you're more likely to turn the ball over, so I'm okay with that as well. But really defensively, the sloppiness, you know, the the switching on defense, I like the idea of it. I think it's the one way to always keep a body in front of the player on offense and to keep your guys fresher so you don't have to run them through screens all, all game. But right now, Maryland is just absolutely torching you on that. Okay, so we got one more free throw. The hot dog bun is cleaned up or whatever the hell that was. It is a 10-point lead for Maryland, about to be 11 and they're just, I don't know, they're, they're very workmanlike, just kind of dismantling you. And, and maybe the thing that's troubling me, not angering, but troubling me, is that they just look really good and, and you don't. If we're really just taking any sort of in-depth analysis out of this. They look good, you don't. You've had a few runs, you look good in the first four minutes of the game. Other than that, you haven't. Illinois with the ball here, 18-15 to go. I mean, who's going to get a shot? This is Matthew Meyer. Nice take. And TJ tries to get the putback, and he doesn't. There's a lot of contact, and we just are not getting any fouls called on Maryland. But they're also just out-toughing you, too. This is Dante Scott. I still, despite Maryland's offensive explosion, I'm not familiar with too many of their names, but they are good. <laughs> I mean, they are legit top 25 and probably more like top 15, just eye test. 
This is going to be another one of their six foot seven guys up top taking it to the rim. It is no good. Illinois gets the board. Tip out from RJ to Coleman. Coleman looking for RJ and the dunk. So we got a nine point lead. And that's a thing. You really just need some defensive stops. 17 24 to go. Maryland with the ball. Half-court offense, and I thought the half-court defense for Illinois against Syracuse was great, but Syracuse stinks. I think just apples and oranges comparison here between Syracuse and and what we're seeing from Maryland. I mean, Maryland's legit. This is Dante Scott. Scott Clark doing the best he can, but he's undersized against him. That's an easy take for Dante Scott. I don't know how you allow that matchup to go on that long without switching. There's no way Sky Clark is going to stop Dante Scott. So right now, Maryland has come out as the aggressor, they've already outscored you by four points in this half. Adjustments, I don't see them. Or if they have been adjusted, you aren't executing it. Coleman trying to take it in the lane from the free throw line. A fadeaway jumper is no good. Terrence Shannon does get fouled on the putback. So TJ's trying to get physical out there. It, it just everything is so labored for this team right now. So labored. Hmm. We do have some more Big Ten action on Sunday. Minnesota, Purdue, that's not going to be much. Northwestern at Michigan State. Yeah. You know, this two-game stretch, I thought Maryland and Texas get one the same way I thought before Vegas. And the way Texas is playing, there's one that you probably need to get. And with 16-38 to go in a 10-point game, it can still happen. I think what you're going to need, though, is just TJ Coleman to just kind of take this thing over. Terrence is not sat yet, 22 minutes. I mean, you can't because Jaden Epps has 18 fouls, so there's no way you can play him. RJ on the ball defense after Terrence makes both. I'm kind of switching between Terrence and TJ. Do we get a steal? We do, so a chance to bring this within seven or six. RJ three is up and good. That's a big one. So RJ defensively has left me wanting more, but that is his second three of the night. I think he might have eight points, 49 to 43. Now, RJ offensively starting to click a little bit. This is Dante Scott, and this is going to be Coleman. will stick on Dante, which you need that. Illinois switching still in Maryland. You see this? I get a little tense here as I watch this half-court set, and there is an open three for Dante Scott. No good, thank God. Now, there was a hand in it by Coleman, so if he would have made that, you just sort of shrug and say, fine. Sky wants the three, no. Does not take it. Coleman, top of the perimeter. It's going to be Matthew Meyer. No good. He's shooting, I think, less than 20% from three this year. Can't can't buy a bucket. Three for Maryland? No. They didn't take that, surprisingly. Illinois does recover on defense. 15.30 to go in the second half. I do like how relatively quick this game has gone. Six-point lead for Maryland. Ten on the shot clock and away from the ball foul on RJ, who defensively is just not doing a damn thing. He's just there. And I think it's encouraging that offensively he's finding some consistency, but he's not rebounding and he's not defending. But you don't have a lot of options right now based on how the freshmen are playing. The freshmen are playing like freshmen in this road game. They're, they're bad. Um, or <laughs> incomplete grade for a guy like Jaden Epps who's been on the court for three minutes, maybe two. All right, so 10 points in line I break roll says for RJ. Joseph says, this feels like the Houston game last year. That's the thing, Joseph. We're, we're outmatched. So I'm not particularly optimistic 
that this is going in any positive direction overall. Though I hope people can listen to this Saturday and Sunday and think, man, Carp sounds a little surly right now. Little does he know it's actually going to go well. Wow, so Griffin says, <laughs> RJ just got elbowed in the face. Well, if if so, then that's a fa- the second phantom foul call on Illinois today because there was one with Jaden Epps tripped over somebody and there was a water spot on the court and he got called for a charging. College officiating at its finest. Now, it's not the reason you're trailing, but it's just it's moments like these where you wonder, what the hell are these guys watching? Before I get too far ahead of myself, let me hit up the sponsors. We got DP Doe online at dpdoe.com. For all the best deals and prices, dpdoe.com. They deliver anywhere in Champaign-Urbana. You can get a custom zone with any topping you want or one of their favorites like the Maui Wowie or the Buffer Zone online at dpdoe.com. Also, Rector Construction online at rectorconstruction.com. For all your home exterior projects, get a free quote today from rectorconstruction.com. Great craftsmanship excellent customer service and these guys are townies like myself and they give back to the community so i appreciate that um rectorconstruction.com these guys are the goods also state farm agent brian hansen online at brianismyguy.com life auto home business renters you name it brian is my guy and he can be your guy at brianismyguy.com great state farm prices as you would expect and customer service second to none they get back to you in in a matter of minutes and karen and i have experienced this a few times whether it be a new auto id card or having to price something out that's state farm agent brian hansen online at brianismyguy.com and finally dogtown heating air and plumbing online sorry not online let me give you the phone number instead this is the quickest way to get a hold of them to get a furnace check because you really as we get in the cold months and we're already kind of there you want to get that taken care of and you can save some money by scheduling your AC tune-up ahead of time with Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing. That's what we did. Give them a call today at 217-841-4728. That's 217-841-4728 for Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing. All right, Alana Inquirer and the Champagne Showers Podcast Network. If you got a chance, if you could rate and review us on Apple Podcast or wherever you listen to your podcast. All right, what do we got here? Again, this raucous environment of the Xfinity Center, I don't doubt that it's loud. But it's college basketball at a Big Ten venue, and it is, to me, just lazy. If they were saying the same freaking thing about the State Farm Center, I'd say, enough. They find these narratives. One tonight is, oh my God, people actually came back out to a Maryland basketball game. There was one thing I was thinking of, and I'm this is going to be my last Illini fan plays the world's smallest violin moment. Maryland didn't have to do any sort of Rebuild. They're good. Just like that. New coach, boom, good year one. We had to actually climb the mountain. Took us two and a half years, and now we're in year six of Underwood. Just saying. You know, we never really left the State Farm Center, even in the lean years. This is a take from Maryland. Jesus Christ. I mean, what the hell are you going to do? We aren't stopping them. They are absolutely better than us. This is, and Joseph, you said the Houston game last year. I thought we were bigger and faster and that was going to pay dividends. You're right. This feels like the Houston game. Now, I do think this early in the year, the lack of experience from the freshman is hurting you and that this could be a really fun game if we get later in the year. Now, how that's not a foul after all the contact that's been called, Sky doesn't get it called. It could be back to a double-digit lead by Maryland here in a second. But this does feel hopeless in a way. Um, Hopeless just for tonight. It's not like I'm going to expand that to the rest of the season because I think we're still really damn good. But this particular matchup, what we got? A charge? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
RJ just kind of barreling in there. I don't like the charge call on that, but if we're really going by the rule book, fine. This is Martinez. I don't know. I hate charging. I wish we could just do away with it. I really do. I don't even like it when our guys draw charges. Oh, boy. Griffin says, this is horrible. It really is. It just, ugh. This is, now it's actually, I said the first half wasn't boring. This is getting boring because it's just going to hover around a six, seven, eight, nine, ten point lead. And then you just keep waiting for Maryland to really crack it open. I don't know what the recipe is for us to go on an extended run. And they get a foul on Matthew Meyer. And I don't know. Just nothing's going right. You could just tell by his reaction what the hell. That's his fourth foul. Right? Fourth, I think. They they didn't update that yet. Oh, good thing I got a drink with me tonight. Hope, hopefully you guys are imbibing on this Friday as well. Cool. So Matthew Meyer has to sit. Late whistle indeed, Bobo. That's what it looked like. I'm not listening to it, but that's what it looked like. And, of course, he makes the freaking free throw. This efficiency... Okay. See, I'm doing this. I need to chill. I need to chill. <laughs> uh, barf. I don't want to get our asses kicked, even if it is early in the season. I don't want that. Ugh. Freaking Maryland. They are our... I mean, they kill us. Every year, they cost us a Big Ten title two years ago. Well, really, you could argue they cost you two Big Ten titles in a row because you didn't get the one in IO's last year here. Another random loss to Maryland that year. It's just, why is Maryland? Why are they our bugaboo? This is the one place in the Big Ten that Brad Underwood has not won. Terrence Shannon, how the hell are you not going to call a foul on that? He gets the dunk, all the contact made, not a foul. Matthew Meyer taps someone on one hair on their freaking head, and they get the fourth foul on him. I don't want to make this a thing about refs, but just call it both ways. You'd still be down six, seven, eight, or whatever, but like just call it both ways. And we get a foul on Maryland as... If we get a broken jar or some crap like that, because this doofus and their stupid Under Armour jerseys. Oh my God. Hideous. Okay, Terrence gets up. Looks okay. Got his bell rung a little bit there. And I I didn't really see that on the replay because the camera's moving. So here we go. Replay Terrence is going in. Oh, shh. Face to face. I don't know if that's a foul on Maryland, to be honest. I. Oh, my God. Great. He's bleeding. It's This is when you're just like, it's one of those nights. We literally just ran into that guy's face. No no one's fault there. They're going to re- review it. If I'm Maryland, I'm like, he didn't do anything. Unless I'm missing something. So, you know, in the chat window, if you saw, it just, yeah, he ran into his face. It's unfortunate, but there was nothing dirty about that. Oh, God. That's brutal, man. He's going to have a big like protruding welt. There was one time back in high school, it was actually homecoming weekend of my freshman year. Um, We played this pickup basketball game on a Thursday at a friend's house and I got an elbow right above my eyebrow. So at this homecoming dance, I had this thing that was sort of like the size of a, oh God, what would be an example here? Like a, a chocolate covered 
almond. Uh, does that make any sense? And it, it was just really red and purple and nasty. And I think I used some of my mom's foundation or something to cover it for homecoming pictures. So I imagine if that's what I got playing a pickup basketball game at the ripe age of 14, TJ is going to have one hell of a welt. And we'll probably see that Tuesday against Texas. But they're they're trying to patch him up here. Yeah, let's just see how this team responds. I mean, this is a journey this year. I'm taking a very different approach from last year where every game felt like the end of the world. And Ty's just, yeah. Coleman getting a little bit ambitious on the pass there to Ty. And Ty's just kind of lost offensively. He, out of all of them, looks the most freshman-y. Kind of surprises me because I thought that he was going to be one of the more well-rounded freshmen off the bat, but he's not bringing a lot yet. The old joke we had for Jacob Grandison three years ago was he's doing a lot of running and a lot of standing. And right now, that's kind of what Ty's doing because he's just figuring this game out. And sure, away from the ball foul. Jesus Christ. That's 17 fouls in Illinois. I, I can't do this. I can't. I'm going to be here until 10, 15 watching this crap, and there's many other words I want to say. I'm just very aggravated that we got to, this is the product we got to watch now. Seven fouls to two. Yeah, we might have a few more fouls than Maryland. It ain't seven to two. Dante Scott will make both of his freaking free throws because why not? Yes, thank you. Make another. They make all their free throws. They make all their three-pointers. There ain't no freaking chance of winning this stupid game because of this crap. God, there's another word I want to say, but this is a kid-friendly program. And I'm a teacher. I need to set a good example. Oh, my God. 13 minutes of them being in the bonus. So we're going to see absolutely inflated free throw attempts. This is going to go take for freaking ever. You caught me on a bad night, everybody. I apologize. I might have to shut this off early just for my own sanity and so you don't have to listen to me bitch and moan. Coleman can't make it. I don't know. I'm about to tap out. I'm not really feeling it. But hey... RJ with the steal. He's going to take it, probably get fouled. They did call the foul. And are they going to call the goaltend? They're talking about it. God, why? now I'm aggravated. But it, it really has less to do with this team. And just this stuff is so predictable. Road game, everything goes to crap. Everything. What, what looked great three nights before is gone. And everything's discombobulated. Everything's so labored, and it's just a drag and so predictable. Though, in a weird way, before this game, I thought, yeah, we're just going to win. Now, I had not watched Maryland, full disclosure. So, it's to me, it was just one of those hunches, like, ah, we're due, which there's no science or logic behind that. But God dang, man. Okay, so RJ offensively is doing a lot for you. 12 points, 5 of 7 from the field. He will get two shots here. Or no, they counted that? Cool. All right, so they got the goal 10. That's a three-point play. I never gave up on this team. Again, me shutting this thing off early is less less to do with this team and more to do with just I've seen these road games a million times before. Okay, Maryland brings it across the timeline. Sincere getting up in that guy's grill. He doesn't care that Maryland's in the bonus. Sincere is going to be sincere. Okay, some switch up top on the perimeter. We got 10 on the shot clock. This is danger zone as always. And there's going to be a three-point attempt for Maryland. Scott, three. Didn't make it somehow. Sincere taps it to RJ for the rebound. Oh, my God. Kiss my ass. Danger just fouls somebody. He's 
pissed. What happened here? Scott just falls over his dumb ass with his Krusty the Clown feet. Jesus Christ. I mean, I don't know. I, I, is it wrong for me to tap out? I'm not having fun. I'm not. I'm really surly right now watching this because it's the same same old story. God dang. Uh, maybe one, you guys can talk me off the ledge here. This is not the most... <laughs> it was a flop, Big Toda, and it's just so freaking predictable that it gets called. Now I got to sit here and stew for three minutes watching K Jewelers commercials and these guys from Scrubs, which I never watched that show on a T-Mobile commercial. I don't care about any of this. Good thing is if Nationwide has their commercial with their soulful, jazzy, folksy songs about freaking auto insurance. Yeah, Joseph says, Illinois is playing horrible, but these refs are really doing a good job of upping the home court advantage. Here's the other thing, too. Why did we wait until 8 o'clock to play this game? Why? I don't like Friday late night games. The last time we did something like that was Indiana football game, and I was here until freaking midnight, pissed off about a game that took four hours. So we're going to have a two and a half hour basketball game. It's just, it's hijacking what was a fun start, and then it's gone. And now we need to watch a game slow down to a snail's pace. God. And yeah, I know, Brick Girl, for TV ad revenue, that's fine. But Jesus, what are we waiting for? What do they even have on the Big Ten Network from 6 to 8? I don't know how East Coast people do it. 9 o'clock tip. We did that once. I think Nebraska was in town uh, back in the gross era. And it was the second to last game of the year. And yeah, 9 o'clock. Maybe it was 8.30, but it felt late. From MJ. A loss isn't bad here. If we know that our goal is to learn and be good in March, these games will help our mental toughness later. I agree. I mean, no matter what, MJ, this is a learning experience. For me, it's just the aesthetic value of watching this game. It's stinky. Not fun right now. God. Oh, look, it's that. Okay, sorry. See, I'm doing that thing where I, now the commercials piss me off. I don't know if you guys ever get that too, where like it's the game's not going well. You've seen a certain broadcast before. And now everything's pissing you off. And for me, usually, okay, I leave the room when it's ads. I go do something else. But I'm, I'm forced to just sit here and stare at the same freaking commercials. Oh, look, there's a kid wearing a Michigan State jersey. Adorable. Now, points this half. RJ and Shannon have all 14 for Illinois. You have, what's the spread here? That was a, that was a uh, offensive foul technically on Danger, so this will not be free throws for Maryland, though they are inching ever closer to double bonus with 11.50 to go. And two fouls, or three, excuse me, on Maryland. Will we see uh, an explosion of whistles when Maryland is on defense? This is going to be a take from Maryland and a foul on RJ. No, they didn't call it somehow. I thought when he let this feet, they were going to get him when his chest hit that point guard's shoulder. But fortunately, it does not, and Illinois has a chance to bring this within five or four. Just hang, hang around. Turn surly carp into relieved carp, because I don't know if I'm going to feel joy tonight. I'm in such a pissy mood. All right, Jaden Epps and his seven fouls is back out on the court. Danger wants it, and what a take. Five-point lead for Illinois, or excuse me, Maryland, 55-50. to 50. Danger got physical there. I think he has two fouls. I don't know if he's in foul trouble yet, though. At this point, even if you got three, you got to play him. Okay, Maryland back on offense with 11 to go. 
This is Jaden Epps, and they're going to try to get him on the fifth foul. He just stands with his hands up, and they don't call a foul, amazingly. Oh, Terrence gets the steal. Will he finish? Dante Scott. Oh, no. They're going to call the foul on Scott, are they? I, I can't tell from this vantage point. It looks like Terrence got blocked from the rim. So if you get a foul on Scott, that's a break. Oh, no, he got some body there. He got, he got a little bit. And from that rest vantage point, it might have looked like more body than what there actually was. So I think Shannon did a good job selling that. Oh, no, never mind. It's their ball. <laughs> oh, my God. Out of bounds. It's just one of those nights. And yet you're down five. You're, you're hanging. You're hanging and nothing's going right. So it seems. You know, it's a good thing there's a somewhat extended, I mean, you know, three days off before you play Texas. That is going to be needed after a game like today. Terrence Shannon is, uh, okay, shot clock violation, right? Well done. Terrence Shannon is all over the place defensively. Gets the block and then taps it towards the half-court line, and that's Illinois ball. Hmm. Bobo asks, how is that not a foul? I mean, the way this game has been called, Bobo, there have been touchier fouls called than that. Again, just be consistent. Even if this game does take two and a half hours, I'd rather it be two and a half hours of consistent calling. This is Jaden Epps, easy take. It is a three-point game. All these things that have went against the Illinois team. It's a three-point game. Now, for the love of God, don't let this be... Kick it inside and back out to Hakeem Hart for a three. Please, God, don't let that be the case. Dante Scott taking it to the rim. Coleman gets the block. And no good. Illinois gets the board and a chance to bring it within one or tie it. Amazing defense and effort from Illinois on that. Whew. Another flop from Maryland. They don't call anything. Illinois, chance to tie it up. Terrence Shannon Jr. Three is no good. Danger. Helps RJ secure the board. Illinois with the ball. 15 on the shot clock. Their bench is feeling it. We're under 10. We got 9.15 to go in this game. Jaden Epps wants it. He gets the pick up top from Danger. Over to Coleman. Coleman looking for Danger. And we got a foul on Maryland. Fourth team foul on Maryland. So Reese is like, I might have fouled them there. Not with my face. Like that last time. But Illinois will get the ball out of bounds. 30 second shot clock. 9.13 to go. Oh, and you know, what is nice is this game, I feel like, is picking up pace a little bit. Terrence, by the free throw line, we're going to get another foul on Maryland and maybe on Reese yet again. Is Danger getting in his head? I, Danger has this edge to him. This is the fourth foul on Julian Reese. That's big. Will they keep him in? Looks like they're sending somebody. But there's this edge that Danger plays with that will piss off the occasional opponent, or maybe all of them, and it will probably result in him getting a technical or three throughout the year. And that's okay. Terrence takes it. It's good. It is a one-point game with nine to go. What is this? See, listen, I'm having fun now. You guys knew I was going to have fun if we got this close. Jesus, what a surly guy I was. Well, here's the thing. I want to say this before this game goes any further. MJ mentioned in the chat thread, learning experience, right? 
And if we're learning something about this team, there is an identity that's coming forward. And I'll go to the UCLA game. I'll go to most of the Virginia game. I'll include this right here. Myself, and I'm, I'm guessing some of you are watching most of this game thinking, oh, Jesus, you know, here we go. And falling into that trap that we've so often had to fall into as Illini fans or just co- you know college basketball fans, this happens. Nothing's going right. It's just not our night. And yet here they are, nine minutes to go, a one-point game when even when this was an eight, nine, ten-point lead for Maryland, there was the sense of, oh, God, it's just this ain't happening. Everything's going their way. Every bounce is going their way. That's toughness. That is an, a, an identity that's starting to come into focus for this team. And I can live with that. Even if this doesn't turn out well, this right here, what we're seeing, is enough for me to say, okay, hold on a second. Even if you start 0-1, you're, you're moving the direction you need to, to be where you need to in March. And I think to still be a contender for the Big Ten, I think regardless of this outcome. Now, if you were to win this game tonight, you're ahead of the curve. You would have the best Big Ten road win that I think anyone would be able to get in these opening two games. So this is this is a cherry on top. It would be huge. But at the very least, you're seeing that identity develop. Curtis says, if we can somehow get up two possessions, things will start getting real tense on the Maryland bench. 100%. Uh, keep in mind, Maryland, they're 7-0, and they got some good wins there. I don't know if there's been that close game yet. Illinois had that with UCLA until they blew it open in the last few minutes, but it, it was a game where Illinois would have felt that pressure as they were riding that crazy wave of momentum. And then the following game against Virginia, you saw Illinois not able to handle that late. So they've had more experience in close games, two close games. Maryland hasn't really had any close games because they're really good. And they've just won every game by, I think, double digits or ish. Okay, so yeah, Curtis says they've won every game by 15+. plus. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Joseph says, per Robert Rosenthal, another thing was thrown at Underwood. Also, they're chanting F.U. Hawkins. Well, I mean, we're talking essentially Baltimore, aren't we? Where is College Park in relation to Baltimore? Now, I've been part of crowds at State Farm Center or Assembly Hall back in the day, the things we said to Eric Gordon, but... There was at least a pre-existing relationship there and a reason that we were so rowdy and vulgar that night that, I mean, Coleman Coleman does have, the way he plays is going to drive people nuts. It's driven me nuts sometimes. Certainly not tonight. But opponents are going to hate Coleman Hawkins. F.U. Hawkins, whatever. It's Friday night. As someone said, it was 9 o'clock tip on a Friday night in College Park, Maryland. That's a drunk student section. And it should be. Okay, so this is Maryland back on offense. Dante Scott does not shoot the three. They're trying to get a little give and go. No, okay, he takes it in. I mean, I don't know what more he can do defensively. That's a great take by Scott. I I can't fault Coleman for that. He kept him in front of him the whole damn time. Eight fouls on Illinois, five on Maryland. We have 8.20 to go. Terrence almost loses his dribble there, but no turnover. 15 on the shot clock with 8.12 to go in the game. Jaden Epps up top, looking for Danger. Danger gets, wow, he, his, his post moves, he is something else when he gets going, and he's going right now, 57-56, back to a one-point game with eight to go, 25 on the shot clock. 
Here's Dante Scott. This is tough. Jay Nets, okay, three for Maryland. Wow. That was a great look for their point guard, who's already made a couple, I think. But it misses. Illinois ball. Chance to take the lead. Coleman up top of the perimeter looking for Danger. He finds Danger, who gets fouled. When we come back, and this is the good thing, when we come back from this media timeout, that's the six-team foul, so Danger doesn't have to go with the line. I love Danger. I don't love him at the line. So instead, you get a fresh shot clock and the ball out after this media timeout. Man, okay, now, now we're cooking. Now we got a game. Now things are going. You got a chance to win. If you were to just go through this podcast, minutes zero through 25, you'd be like, this miserable bastard. Why does he even watch these games if he's that pissed off? Okay. Joseph says, Danger seemed lost earlier, but he stepped up since then. He certainly has. And MJ says, they're getting tight. And I, I wonder. We'll see. Um, I did not realize the margin for Maryland in these games was that great. I did not realize they were all 15-plus points. And you see how they can do it. I mean, I, I'm a little bit freaked out by their size. I, I knew that they had a bunch of tweeners, but I don't know, man. It seems like they even outdid us in terms of length, a bunch of wings that can handle and shoot and defend. And in their case, they've defended better for most of the game. You're seeing Illinois' defense, though, start to really tighten up. So here we go. We only got one more media timeout. It's a one-point game. You got the ball, chance to take the lead. If you can go into the 4 o'clock media timeout somehow with the lead, then you're damn right they start puckering up. Joseph says they've only trailed for three minutes all year. And MJ says the pressure of being up a ton as a team and letting it slip away starts to weigh on players. Absolutely it does. You know what's so weird about that, as he mentioned that, MJ? In the Underwood era, there have actually been a lot of games more so where you have fallen way behind and had to make the comeback. And sometimes he closed it out like the Iowa game to win the Big Ten last year. I think you were down 15 in that one. Then other times, like the Miami game in Underwood's third year, where you were down 29 or something ridiculous, and then you lose by one. Or the Michigan State game later that year, where Iowa got hurt at the end of it, and you came back from 25 down, and it was just absolutely a crazy atmosphere. But there is something to be said about letting a big lead slip away. Now, for Maryland, it never got above 13. I mean, what was the biggest lead they had today? Did it ever get to 15? I feel like the minute it got to 13, Coleman went on a little heater, brought it back within seven in the first half. He got it back within three, and then they just kind of led seven, eight, nine points. But now the ball's inbounded, 7.35 to go. Terrence Shannon with the ball, taking it to the rim, and he travels. Or does he get the foul? He gets the foul. <laughs> well, they have evened up the foul calls here. Terrence playing with a, a thing around his eye, and I think it opened back up. Can we get Luke Goody out there just to shoot the free throws? What is with this court, by the way, guys? Why why are players slipping on this court? They got an ice rink there? What the hell? Okay, so who do you get to shoot these free throws? Or are you good? All right, he's coming right back out. Now, will they grant this as a shooting foul or not? It'd be nice if they did. 734 to go. 57 to 56 Maryland. Terrence Shannon at the line. And it looks by the way the players are, it's a two-shot foul. 
First one's up and good. It is a tie game. First tie since, I don't know, five minutes into the game, into the first half. Terrence has 17 and 6. A, a quiet 17. He just does this every game. Terrence's second one is up. No good. Coleman wants to get a hand on it. Danger. Oh, man. Almost rips it out. No foul. Oh, gotten a little overzealous. I don't think Coleman's in foul trouble, so him getting that aggressive doesn't... Man, when you're that far away from the basket, I, I get why it's like, come on, what are you doing? But... Mm. I don't know. I mean... The way Illinois is playing, I'm going to take that play and I'm going to stretch it out as a far bigger deal than it actually is. You could argue that's stupid. I wouldn't disagree that that was kind of a silly decision. However, it's showing that the aggression is clearly on Illinois' side. The free throw from Maryland is up and good. Have they missed a free I think they've missed one free throw. I think Illinois might have missed one free throw. I just know Maryland's taken a lot more of them. But let's hope that's the last time we fouled them 80 feet away from the basket. Second free throw was up and good. Because why wouldn't it be? Okay, it's going to take everything to win this game. 7.30 to go, two-point Maryland lead. Coleman across the timeline with 23 to go. Sky with 20 to go in the shot clock. So we got Sky, TJ, Coleman, Danger, RJ. Terrence, left side of the perimeter. Coleman right back up at the top looking for danger. Nope. Sky Clark in the corner. The three is up. The three is no good. RJ Skies get the rebound. Back up to Terrence. Back to RJ. RJ back to Terrence. He wants the three. The three is up. It is no good. And they're going to call out of bounds. I wonder if his sight. That was an air ball. Yeah, these chodes saying air ball. Guy's literally bleeding. First use of chode on the 200 level. 59 to 57 with 6.50 to go. Maryland with the ball. 20 on the shot clock, taking their time to set this set up. And they get a pick here, take to the basket. There's going to be an open three. This set shot, mother. F I don't know. Guard Hakeem Hart. You'd think. You'd think that'd be the one guy you'd guard. First three made by Maryland this half. Just disappointing. Uh, it's just when when you get beat by the same thing over and over again. It had been a while since he'd made one, but you you need to be aware of that. Let him get the two. I don't care. I, I just don't let him beat you with the same guy hitting his fifth three of the night. Sky Clark looking for something here. He looks for Coleman. Nice give. Up and good. And it's back to a three-point game. Illinois won't go anywhere, but it still feels, even though you had tied it up at that one point, that you never quite got over that hump. And it's weird the mental difference between being tied and having the lead, even a one-point lead. And Illinois never did get that chance. RJ, great defense. Good no call. Thank you, officials. Because, okay. Illinois ball, down three. This is Sky. Right side of the perimeter. Coleman back up top. God, Coleman's doing everything today. I mean, has he sat? Him and TJ? I mean, I feel like those two guys have played all game. This is TJ. I think he wants another three, but careful now, TJ. And we got to, oh, <laughs> Jesus. They're going to call some whatever foul on danger. Um, it's just, ugh. Maybe, I don't know. What is this? So they're going to call a hook on, what the hell is that? Oh, my God. Did they give the elbow shiver? Is that what they were calling it? I mean, there was a lot of contact going on well before that. 
it's whatever. It's it's just the way this game is being officiated. Uh, careful, Danger. Don't pick up a silly foul 30 feet away from the basket. Three for Maryland is up and no good. Somehow, some way. And on the rebound, no contact on Maryland. Really? We're doing this? Maryland with the ball again, under five. They want another three, man. They really want another three, and I'm, I'm worried they're going to get one. This is Akeem Hart across the pick. The shot is up. It is no good and no foul called. Okay. I mean, Maryland is just kind of flying around. So I understand why oh, Sky Clark 3 is good. It's tied. <laughs> 62 all. You could see the way they play with the speed that they play that it just looks like Maryland's always flying around and maybe someone's bumping into them. You see how they would get the benefit of some foul calls because they do initiate some contact. So it's smart basketball. 62 all. 4-18 to go. Maryland will take here from the point guard. Coleman on him. Back up top to Dante Scott. TJ on him. Sky Clark defending on the left side of the perimeter. The three over the pick is up and is no good. Illinois with the ball and a chance to take a lead with four to go. Holy moly. Yeah, you bet they're puckering up over there. This is guts from this Illinois team. I'm just really, I want to win, but I'm just really damn impressed with how they've responded this second half. Very impressed. Coleman taking it, looks for Danger. Danger getting doubled up. Good kick back to Coleman. Coleman over to TJ, who wants the three. The three is up. It is no good, but away from the ball foul. What? Nope, no away from the ball foul. As if Coleman just fell on himself. Coleman's like, don't talk to me, ref. I, I don't disagree with him, but that's two air balls in a row from TJ. I don't know. Uh, and Bobo, did you see what happened to Hawkins there? I saw him fly, but I... I didn't see how much contact was precipitated. Astros Jake says, whatever happens, I stand by this being a top 10 team. I do too, Astros Jake. I, I'm I'm very bullish on this team. And even when things weren't going well, it was less to do with this team and more to do with the overall circumstances of tonight, which almost sounds like I, I'm not taking, maybe not accountability, but yeah, this team wasn't playing great. But I thought there were some reasons to that and that overall get this kind of game out of your system, right? And that you will gradually not have these games as the season goes along. I'm bullish on it too, Jake. I really am. I think this is a really good team. I'd love to see him steal one here. I mean, it would be immense. This would be bigger than the UCLA win in some ways, in in many ways actually, because Big Ten standings, True road game where the UCLA game, while it was a neutral site, was mostly the Illini fans. And Maryland's not going anywhere. They're a good team. They're going to be top four in the Big Ten. I think Indiana, Maryland, Illinois, Purdue. I don't buy, I buy the next tier would be Wisconsin, Michigan State, Michigan, fine. I, you know, in the six, seven range. But in the top four, I think you're looking at in any particular order Purdue, Illinois, Maryland. And why am I forgetting that other one? Indiana. As much as it begrudges me to say Indiana, and I don't think they're ultimately going to win the Big Ten, but are they top four? Yes, they probably are. So this is a win that has staying power. Uh, This is a win that would be a huge resume booster and huge for Big Ten title chances. Not that you won't get other chances on the road. And if it's anything like the announcers have told us, there's not going to be many tougher road environments you got to play in. Also, you got some really good single plays Michigan, Michigan State, Purdue, single plays. So that's a pretty good deal. 
and you got a chance to win this game. Now, Maryland has the ball with 3.39 to go. Bobo says the Maryland guy pushed Coleman with both arms, fully extended. And Joseph says the ref was probably afraid to make the call. They weren't, they haven't been afraid to make many calls, Joseph, but I have noticed they've swallowed their whistles a little bit more here in the last three minutes. And I don't mind that, but just again, consistency. Jesus. Why is it so hard? I mean, I know it's not the easiest job in the world, but it certainly isn't the hardest. And if you're going to enter a game as an officiating crew, have a thing you're looking for or just have a consistency so the players know what to do and what they can't do. Inbound by Maryland. We got 335 to go. Here we go. Let's see what happens. Is this going to be the Virginia game? Or is this going to be an opposite result where you close out in crunch time? On the road, no less. And they get an away from the ball foul on Sky Clark. Again, this ticky-tack stuff when, meanwhile, Coleman's getting pushed to the ground. It's just bull crap. It's just absolutely... There's a word I've so badly wanted to say. It just rolls off my tongue. It rhymes with spit. And I can't say it for the kids. I can't. We might have children watching. So I'll just say crap, and you know what I'm you know what I'm really getting at. Reese misses the front end. What do the kids say? Ball don't lie. 62 all. Ugh. Miss this, you dope. Pee-wee Reese, the second one is up and good. So it's a one-point lead for Maryland. I don't know if his first name's Pee-wee, but it sounds right. Danger's back in the game. Please, God, don't let Danger get fouled. <laughs> I... Don't want him shooting free throws. We got Sky Clark bringing the ball up for Illinois. I, You know, Terrence, I can't have him shooting another three. He's got to attack. If it's anything, he's got to attack the rim. Out of bounds here off of Hakeem Hart, so 22 to go. A little bit of a lazy pass there. A little scary from Sky to RJ. Terrence inbounding it from the side. This is Danger coming up. Easy inbound. Terrence. Okay, good. I thought he was going to take another three, and that has not went well the last two times. Coleman up top with 12 to go. Danger's trying to get some one-on-one. But what we got? A timeout by Underwood. He didn't like what he saw. So that is Illinois' second-to-last timeout with 3.06 to go and 11 on the shot clock. Now, if it's the 200 level after Dark Bobo, what does that mean? Does that mean I can just let all the the words fly and just go for it? I I really got to pick my spots here. Yeah, big 200 level, not safe for work edition. Oh, you know I want to. You know I want to sometimes. I had a customer service call earlier this week where I had not unleashed a profanity-laced tirade like that in a long time. To the point where the person said, if you curse one more time, I need to hang up on you. I'll tell that story another day. I do think I was somewhat in the right, but I am a stubborn individual. Let (laughs) Let it all out. It's 10 p.m. I mean... Truly, though, if if this game doesn't end well, it'll be disappointment, not anger. I'm, I'm just very, very happy with what I see out of this team's toughness. I, I know that's an intangible, kind of cliche thing to look at, toughness. But they've got it. Now, how you have an inbounds, how you have an inbounds where you let Jaden Epps get caught in that corner, and thank God Coleman called the timeouts. So you're out of timeouts. I don't know how you allow that to happen after a timeout. And you could say, well, great job by Maryland. Sure. But you put him in the coffin corner right there. There was nothing he could have done there. 
And I know coffin corner is a, a punting term, but that applies there too. There was nothing that Jaden Epps could have done. Don't don't post the pod. So say all the things, but don't post it. I like that idea. <sighs> okay, wait. Does Illinois have one timeout left? Is that correct? Okay, that's good. Well, that was worth it then because you could not have afforded that turnover. Seven on the shot clock. Uh, hmm. Interesting that, I mean, Epps is a bucket getter, so I understand why he's out there. And four fouls, so three minutes to go, that's fine. Is he out there instead of Sky? Yeah, he is. Interesting. So they got Jaden Epps behind the half-court line. And, okay, he gets a little bit of space from a pick from Dane. Jaden Epps is... It gets blocked. What the hell? You had two timeouts, Brad. That is the first time I've actually been a little bit disconcerted with the coaching. How do you have two timeouts? And the first one, damn near turnover. And the second one is just, hey, six foot one kid, launch it up from 30 feet away. How does that happen? Danger, get your freaking hands off of it. Jesus Christ. Defensive goaltending. Yeah, it's on the rim, it's on the cylinder. Let it go. Great defense from Epps. I get it. That freaking ball just hung up there. That sucks. What bad luck. Jesus. Last time we won in Maryland, according to Bobo, 2011. The Bruce Weber era. Sam Maniscalco game, if I recall. Jaden Epps bringing the ball up here. God damn, Maryland is bodying up on defense. Terrence Shannon with the ball looking for Coleman. I mean, who could get a three here? I feel like you kind of need a three. I don't know. I know there's a lot of game left. Coleman trying to do something, anything. Takes it to the rim. Finds Jaden Epps. And a nice putback by Terrence, who's just been so physical and tough out there. It's a one-point game. Jaden Epps is on the point guard who gets the pick up top. Coleman trying to help out. Dante Scott. Okay, Maryland. Half court set with 20 on the shot clock. 155 on the game. Another pick up top. Jaden fights through it, but that's going to be an open shot for the point guard. It is up. It is no good. Danger late. Terrible. Killing you. That's four straight points given up by Danger from the goaltend and then not blocking out. Cannot happen, man. Wake up, dude. I think we're going to have those moments of Danger. I think we are. This is Danger Zone right here because if you miss this and it gets back to like five or six, I don't know. Not feeling great about that. Coleman looking for a block, for a pick, excuse me, from Danger. Coleman up. It is good. Boy, has he been special tonight. It's a one-point game again. One twelve to go. Can you get a stop? And you're right here, Alani Brickroll. If you can get a stop, can you get the rebound? You have to. 15 to go on the shot clock. Coleman trying to steal it from, oh, no, the three is no good, and a rebound for Illinois. Jesus. 53 seconds to go. Illinois has one timeout left. Save that timeout. Jay Neps wants the three. Terrence, oh, my God. Terrence comes shooting in there for the rebound. I think you got to play, play this out for defense. You got to. There's a 12-second differential. Play it out, play it out, play it out. Okay, so we got 30 seconds to go. It's a one-point lead for Maryland. It looks like Willard calls a timeout now. Okay. Darn it. You know, I I don't mind the three from Jaden. I Am I crazy to say that? I don't mind that three. It was wide open. It was in rhythm. Shoot it, kid. 
I know he didn't make the threes late against Virginia, but I don't know, chat. Let me know if you had an objection to that three from Epps. I didn't. I You could have played a whole possession and not gotten to look better than that. So I kind of liked it. I like that the kid's like, I got it. Yeah. I agree, Joseph. Hey, he's open. It is that simple, Joseph, and the fact that the kid wanted it. I, I love that. I really do. All right, so 28.3 to go, 16 on the shot clock for Maryland. Do not foul. Do not foul. God, if that would have went in. I mean, holy crap. Oh, geez. So, uh, you know, what's going to kill me if we happen to lose this game is to look at the box score afterwards and... I presume that the three-point shooting for Maryland has just been nuts for the game, even with them getting a little cold here in the second half. Maybe the discrepancy isn't that crazy in shooting percentage, but it feels still like it is. I know they've shot more free throws. So there's going to be some stats that you can look at if you lose and say, oh, God, you got to be kidding me. But I, I really do think, regardless of outcome, this has already been a formative experience. If, if we're looking for all these steps of how you know your program is getting there, it's when everything's going against you and you still refuse to go away. Like a pest. Well, you're right about this, Griffin. You can't give up a three, only a two. You can't give up a three, that is for damn sure. And honestly, if you're Maryland, what's what's the plan here? Let's see. The ball is inbounded. We got 25 to go on the shot clock. Point guard gets the pick. This is going to be Dante Scott. Now back up top to Hakeem Hart. Back up to Dante, or excuse me, the point guard. They switch. Point guard wants the three. The three is up. It is good. I mean, just shades of Anthony Cowan, right? God, that sucks. That just sucks. It's Anthony Cowan all over again. Bummer, bummer, bummer. Got to go, got to go, got to go. Okay, so Coleman's just going to go. Take it to the rim, Coleman. Just go, baby. Coleman wants the three. And what do they got here? Foul on Terrence. So it's not going to go Illinois' way tonight. I'm going to just wrap things up. DP Doe. DPDO.com, Rector Construction, RectorConstruction.com, Dogtown Heating, Air and Plumbing at 217-841-4728. And stay from Agent Brian Hansen online at BrianIsMyGuy.com. I'll wait until this game's officially over, but damn it. And that's just it, Big Tota. Damn. As Curtis Van says, fack, which you can guess what that means. Maryland 9 for 23 from 3, so 40%. You know, that's good. That'll win you games. And it's just, what can you do? I mean, kiss my ass. Hey, the kid made a shot. Kid made a shot. What what does kind of burn you, I, I look back at the four points in a row that Reese got from the goaltend by Danger and then not blocking out. You still had an opportunity to take a two-point lead with a three from Epps. Damn. Brandon says that uh, Danger, hey Brandon, good to see you, bud. Danger has to help on that screen. He had two feet in the paint. Yeah, the two's not going to hurt you. Uh, listen, I like Danger, but I do think that there are going to be those boneheaded moments that drive you nuts. There's a reason he's not starting. There's a reason he's a 20 minute a game guy. You didn't get a lot of Meyer tonight because of foul trouble. Um, do these two, okay, help me out, everybody. Do these two teams play again? Or is this one of those single plays? Because I want, I want this to be a home game, but I don't know if we do get one. I feel like this is a single play. And it's a good feeling after a game like this to be like, all right, I want another shot. I want another shot at this because I think that'd be... Ah, damn it. I mean, honestly, Jared, maybe that's better for our Big Ten chances, but damn it. 
the one time you play these, uh, God, this has just been our bugaboo, freaking Maryland. It doesn't matter who's on their freaking team. It doesn't matter. I mean, I guess I shouldn't be that bummed. It's a single play, but that's what it is. Okay, well, here's Reese to shoot two free throws. The first one is up. Well, hey, thank you, YouTube Live, for joining me tonight, and uh, we'll just get this uploaded. Damn it, damn it. I wanted to play these chodes again. Can I say chode on the air? Is that not safe for work? Kevin Willard's done a great job, but I hate losing to him. But as far as the positives, it's not like we didn't choke anything away there. You know, you still have an opportunity to win. Damn. <laughs> Full court pass from Coleman, and it's a five-point win for Maryland. So uh, 71 to 66. Tough. The toughest environment you will ever play. Let it fly, Big Tota. You know what I'm thinking. You know the words I want to say, but for the kids, I won't. All right, we will be back maybe Sunday. You know, we got a bowl game announcement on Sunday. And definitely Tuesday for Texas. Ugh. I don't know. Well, you know, it's this is a gauntlet, right? And you, you wanted this one because Texas seems unlikely, but that's why you play the game. So whatever. I'm going to turn this TV off. I'm going to turn the stream off before... I see Robbie Hummel or, oh, no, no, Andy Cat. I like Robbie Hummel. Andy Katz interviewing Kevin Willard and asking about the amazing atmosphere at Xfinity Center tonight. So have a great rest of your Friday evening. Hey, we fought. This team is going to be fine. It sucks right now, but it is what it is. Time to have a drink and go to bed. Have a good night, everybody. It is the 200 level.